Did Will Smith just slap the dog shit out of Chris Rock on national television? Hey everybody, welcome back to the Ninja Nerd Warrior podcast for March 27, 2022. I am your host, Greg Hernandez, and I am here. Amy's back. Yo. And we actually were not going to, uh, we wouldn't, hadn't planned on doing a show today. Then we started watching the Oscars and we watched uh, Will Smith just slap the dog shit out of Chris Rock out of nowhere. And Amy's like, we, we need to do a show. No, no, no. I said, you got to give me more credit. Than okay, that. I'm sorry. I, I was... edited, I overedited that. <laughs> no, originally, I'm the one that said, we should do, we should just talk about the Oscars. It's playing tonight. Let's, you know, we need some kind of content. Oh, that, okay. That's, and I then do I, remember this. And then I turned to you after he punched the crap out of him. I was like, you want to do a show now? Press record. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We were, okay, so I have not watched the Oscars. I, I'm still having flashbacks. It's, it was. I think I have PTSD from it. It was traumatic. It really was traumatic. I, all right, I'm going to be honest with you. I have not watched the Oscars. I think Billy Crystal was still the host the last time I watched the Oscars. And Billy Crystal hosted. Sorry for the clinks. I have. We're drinking, folks. We're like, like always, we're drinking. I've had a couple days off and I'm like, there's no need to stay sober while I'm off work. So fuck it. Um, but I seriously have not watched the Oscars. I, I legit think since Billy Crystal last hosted, and that was probably 15 years ago, minimum. I don't even remember the watching a, an award show with him. So it had to have been before I was into no. award shows, which is okay, teenage well, years. Here's kind of my take on the Oscars. Um, I don't give a shit. Just <laughs> bluntly, I really don't because for one, how many how many comedies have been nominated for Oscars? Very few. Exactly. Now, can you explain to me how the ability to make somebody laugh is not looked upon favorably by quote unquote the academy? I think it's bullshit. <clears throat> I really, I, I really don't know. I honestly, I never really followed the award shows for the award part of it. I liked the production of it. Even from a kid, I would see the pretty dresses and nice suits that the guys were in. Everyone was, you know, donning their best gear, whatever. And I was just attracted to the shinies and the pretties and well, and that's the nice honestly, music. I think that's what the Oscars is all about. Like they don't give a shit about the movies. They don't really, at least as far as I have, as far as I've observed, it's more about the pageantry and it's more about, it's a parade of rich people and celebrities. And I, I don't care. You know, when you sit and there, apparently comedians who are still in the habit of roasting people like we're on comedy central. Well, it's, that's the thing. And again, we're going back to the how many comedies. Like, I love comedies. I love, you know, to go into a movie, laugh my ass off. It, you're, you're in the process of getting your master's in writing, in screenwriting. How much talent does it take to sit down to write a screenplay that's going to make people laugh? Honestly, I think that maybe you're barking up the wrong tree with that one because the way I look at it is you could have all the talent in the world but not be able to get the script in front of the right person. Um, you have to know somebody who knows somebody. And like all the award shows show us, 
sometimes it's not about talent. It's about who you know and who knows who and who's rubbing the right elbow. But that's that's my that's my issue. That's it's not about talent. It's not about how good the movie was. It's not about, you know, it's it's about who you know and that's why I haven't really given a shit about the Oscars in forever. Let me give you an example. Somebody you and I both loved, Robin Williams. Mm-hmm. How many Oscars did Robin Williams win? Oh, I don't I don't know. I didn't follow any of the award shows. Okay. <laughs> Fair point. <laughs> All right. But I will guarantee you right now little to none of his Oscars were won on comedies. Did he win an Oscar for Mrs. Doubtfire? Absolutely not. Okay. Did he win an Oscar for Patch Adams? Bet you he didn't. He might have got he might have gotten nominated for that one because that was more of a that had some more dramatic aspects to it. But I bet you he, none of his comedy works were nominated, and that's the part that pisses me off. But Robin Williams passes away, and everyone is in agreement that he was such a beloved part of our lives. And I'm going, well, where the fuck were you guys at award time? And as I say that, Elm, Amy has uh, dove into research mode. How many of his Oscars were won for comedies? None. 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 All of his, he got a can of, ugh. he only won Best Supporting Actor at the Academy Awards for Goodwill Hunting in 1998. Uh, was that a comedy? No. Okay. <laughs> um, any of his, any of his other things. Okay. He got nominated for Mork and Bin- Mindy in 79 for an Emmy. Nothing happened. Right. He got, he won two Emmys for Outstanding Performance in a Variety or Music Program. But those were nothing. I mean, not nothing, but you know what I mean. Right. Those were those. Were, he did not win those. So I scroll down to Golden Globe and he won Best Actor for Mork and Mindy in 79. Won for, no, yeah, for Good Morning Vietnam for Best Actor in a Motion Picture. Uh, won for The Fisher King. I'm not sure if that's, yeah, it says Best Actor in a Motion Picture, Musical or Comedy. Fisher King was not a comedy. It says Musical or Comedy. Really? The yeah. Fisher King? Mm-hmm. Right there. Yeah, no, that's right what it there. says. 1992 on Wikipedia. So if it's false, it's not my fault. Okay, yeah. No. We, we know that Wikipedia is well, a community Wikipedia's, of information. Yeah, well, Wikipedia is never wrong. We know that. Huh. He he won best best. He won best actor. Did in, I make that drink kind of strong? My fault. I'm I plead the fifth. I have a new pour spout, folks. So I'm doing some bar rescue shit. <laughs> I he won for best actor in a motion picture 94 for Miss Doubtfire. He won. Oh nope. He was honored for the Cecil B. DeMille Award in 2005. Grammys. I'm trying to see anything funny. Um, just his comedy. Is Robin Williams an EGOT winner? I don't know what EGOT is. Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, Tony. Grammy? No, no. Wait. Emmy is. He. I did say he got Emmys. He got. He has had Grammys. He had an Oscar. SAG did he Awards. Win a Tony. Is that the SAG Awards? No, Tony's is for like a, a Broadway show. Oh, wait, 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 maybe. Oh, that's what I had told you before off off recording was that all of his comedy awards were from the Kids' Choice Awards and the MTV Awards. Okay. But as far as... So he's an ego winner. He hasn't got a Tony. Okay, and then let me... All right, so now we realize Robin Williams didn't win a lot for comedy. Let me ask you this. Steve Martin. You want me to look up Steve Martin? No. Too? <laughs> She's like, shit, I just put my phone down. No, that's but that's my point. Steve Martin, 
is an absolutely great comedian, comedic actor. Timing is phenomenal. Martin Short. Martin Short. How many of those? Rick Moranis. How many oh, of those God, guys? Rick Moranis. How many of those guys won Oscars for comedies? None of them. Which is why I don't really don't give a shit about comedies or don't give a shit about the Oscars because they're just kind of like, oh, well, comedy's kind of below us. So that's, but, but who always hosts the Oscars? Fucking comedians. Who hosted this year? Uh, Amy, oh. Amy Schumer, Wanda Sykes. Wanda Sykes, Regina Hall. Yeah. All three just gifted comedians and or comedic actors. So comedians are good enough to host the show, but you can't really get comedies nominated for the fucking show. And that's what pisses me off. I think it's because it's very snooty, highfalutin kind of crowd. And we need lowfalutin. Well, I mean, they have, like I said, the Kids' Choice Awards or the MTV Awards. Um, <laughs> no, no. From Coming from a filmmaker standpoint, I, I think that that's why a lot of people go from making films like you know um you know comedy stuff and then all of a sudden they they completely gravitate towards tv or they gravitate towards documentaries or because i mean james cameron did a couple of epics you know titanic and now he's doing documentaries it's just it's and titanic granted it wasn't a comedy I guess it depends on who you're... Pretty Ooh. much, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry His sorry. ex-wife wasn't laughing at all. Oh, boy. Yeah. So I I know that he's not... That wasn't technically a good example because Titanic wasn't a comedy, but the way I see it is that people start out with comedy because it's the easiest to do. Well, look at Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks... He's done everything. Oh, Tom Hanks has done everything, but he didn't get any respect when he was doing Bachelor Party, when he was doing Dragnet, when he was doing... Big. Big. was mm-hmm. I was going to say, Big was probably the first thing he did that got any real acclaim. That's what kind of set him up. Like, that's what got, put him on the map was Big. But if you go back and watch Bachelor Party, oh my God, that movie's still, to this day, it's hilarious. It is so wrong, though. We'll have to add it to the list of movies Amy's never seen. Oh, I can tell you why you've never seen that movie. That There's just a ridiculous Hi, amount of titty in that movie. It, it was an like, 80s... Like Animal House? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It was actually... it. Yeah. That would be the best way I could describe it. So it was, was like a B, a, parody, a B movie of... More or less. Animal House. Not Animal House. Um, which is still great. I love Animal House. Um, Bachelor Party is... Tom Hanks plays this... I can't remember the character's name. God, it's been so long, but... Tom Hanks' character is dating Tawny Katane's character. They get engaged. Tawny Katane comes from this very rich, very snooty family. Tom Hanks is broke. He's a school bus driver. And okay, they get engaged. And, you know, she's going to go off, have her, you know, bachelorette party. He's going to have his bachelor party. The family of the bride did, is trying to dig up dirt on Tom Hanks to show to Tawny Katane. So, hey, look, he's a sleazeball. He's, you know, scuzzy. Don't marry him. And hijinks ensue. It's, and it's just all kinds of wrong. Oh, my God. It's so all kinds of um, I would say hangover. It would be like kind of a hangover type movie okay. where just anything that can go wrong does go wrong. And it's hilarious just the whole way through. But nobody cared when Tom Hanks was doing Bachelor Party. Nobody cared when Tom Hanks was making Dragnet, which to me is still hilarious. Tom Hanks and Dan Aykroyd in Dragnet. Oh, my God, that movie's great. But nobody took Tom Hanks seriously until he did Big. 
And that's that's kind of why I just I stopped paying attention to the Oscars. It's just like there's no comedy. Well, there's nothing I enjoy. You know, action movies, I realize you're never going to get an action movie nominated for an Oscar unless a key member of the cast pulls a Heath Ledger and dies in production. No, no, even yeah. even then. I well, have a lot of people saying they're like, "Yeah, the new Batman movie that deserves an Oscar." I'm like, "Well, Heath Ledger had to die to get one, so how much does Pattinson want it?" Oof. Just how <laughs> it's true i'm just saying just saying uh, stay tuned for next episode when we talk about batman <laughs> i have not okay here's all right we're gonna get totally off topic because we're kind of buzzed right now i have no desire to see that movie i really don't but amy wants to see it and in fairness for for scientific purposes for for, for research purposes for research purposes yes I have no desire. I mean, I'm not excited to look at Robert Pattinson constipate his way through a film. Like I, I thought I thought he was okay when I saw him in Twilight. Yes, that's the only freaking man. Yes, the only movie I've ever seen him in. I I tried to. I, I didn't even notice him in the Harry Potter film that he was in, which is sad because he has a main he has a main role and he dies. And I didn't realize. Oh, that was Robert Pattinson. No, I didn't notice. Anyway, and I think my issue with that movie is just it's too much hype. Don't once you overhype a movie for me, n- nothing can nothing can lead to follow that besides disappointment. And I think that's kind of my problem is the movie has been overhyped all to shit. I've got people going, "He's the best Batman ever." No. No, he's not. He, he it, it's not possible. It is not possible for a movie that just came out to be the best ever. It's the newest ever. I'll give you that. I can I can say beyond a shadow of a doubt, 100% certainty, Robert Pattinson is the newest guy to play Batman. I will say that. But you guys have overhyped the shit out of this movie and I don't want to watch it. But we are we are getting way off topic. Um the reason we want to do this show is it did happen. Like Chris Rock comes out, he's a presenter. Again, Chris Rock has hosted the Oscars before. Love Chris Rock's stand up amazing comedic actor did the last saw movie which i that that was weird i wasn't aware of that you didn't know oh yeah he did the last saw movie and i'm going like wait is chris rock getting into horror because that's i understand as a performer you you get these you know you get these actors that they're just kind of pigeonholed in certain roles and they want to do other shit and so when you see a saw movie come out with chris rock in it and I'm going like, oh, he wants to do a horror movie now. This, okay, now I'm morbidly curious. But anyway, Chris Rock comes out as a presenter and he's, you know, showing, the, he's presenting like best documentary and everything. But he, come, he comes out like he's going to start a roast though. He comes out and he like points out different people in the audience and he's like, hey, my buddy over there. Hey, my buddy. And doing little kind of quips to get the audience going. But then he immediately just because they're sitting front and center. Well, here, here's hold on. Before we get too much into that, the reason he did that, I'm just guessing. Chris Rock's a comedian. He was doing crowd work. He came out and it's no it's no different than watching a comedian come out and hey you what do you do for a living? Oh, oh hey, are you guys together? How long have you guys been together? He was doing crowd work and he did his shout outs to Denzel Washington. He did his shout outs to um I can't remember who who else he did. But Yeah, but he didn't take any cracks on anybody 
Except for Jada, because her head was shaved. Well, hold on. Let's, we're getting ahead of that. Okay. So what happened? Chris Rock comes out, and like Amy said, he came out like he was getting ready to roast. He was doing his crowd work. He was, you know, giving shout outs to Denzel Washington. Denzel Washington was in Macbeth and he came out and you know, he said um, he did make some some comment about Will Smith. Oh, no. He was talking about he's Javier Bardem, how both Javier Bardem and his wife were nominated for Oscars. And if she if she loses, he, he can't, can't win. He cannot win. Yeah, he cannot win an Oscar. And then his wife doesn't because somebody's not getting a nookie that night. Oh boy. He came out and he flat out said, he's like, you know, Javier Bardem is going to be here going like, please, Will Smith win. Please, Will Smith win. And Will Smith starts laughing. Okay. Right next to, right next to Will Smith, obviously, is Jada Pinkett with her head shaved. And Will Smith, or excuse me, Chris Rock said, Jada, we got Jada here. G.I. Jane 2, looking forward to it. And then he just moved on. Like the crowd kind of groaned at him, just oh, and Chris, no, some people laughed and like it was a light chuckle. But and... Chris Rock did what a comedian does when your joke falls flat. He just kind of like took a shot at himself, like oh that was a good one, whatever, and he kept going. And all of a sudden, Will Smith just walks up to the stage, and even Chris Rock was like oh he oh said, what's going on he here? He said he said King Richard when he wa- when he got up. He was getting ready to be like, hey, my man. And Will just comes up and open-handed. Will just slapped the living shit out of Chris Rock. But he took it. And he took it. Chris Rock. Didn't even sway. Chris Rock took it. We had the West Coast feed. So the audio went dead for about 20 seconds. We got the slap, but then it like froze. Right. And, and then it was muted. We, You and I both thought that he knocked his mic off. Like we thought that like he knocked the mic out or something because Chris Rock just have a, has a lavalier mic on his on his lapel. Audio just drops out altogether. And I think you went on your phone and you've actually found the actual clip East Coast feed because they didn't have time to censor it. And you just hear Will Smith say, keep my wife's name out of your fucking mouth. And Chris Rock is on stage going, uh, uh, all right. Okay, that happened. And then Will Smith says it again. Keep my wife's name out of your fucking mouth. Yeah, because he said... And, he and, and said Will Smith, just... he brought that from deep. He brought that, like... Remember that scene in Fresh Prince where he's all like, how come you don't want me, man? Like, he brought it yeah. from deep. And I'm like, dude, Will Smith is pissed. What the fuck just happened? And Chris Rock just... And the nominees are... <laughs> He's like, yeah, let's let's roll that. Let's roll that. And I I have to say, here's I'm I immediately went on Twitter. I went on social media. I'm looking to see what everyone's saying. There are already memes. Oh, of course, there's already memes. And I'm guilty of three of them. (laughs) But everybody's going like, oh, well, Chris, Chris Rock had it coming, making fun of a guy's woman like that. Oh, Will Smith's out of line. He's just a thug. He's blah. I'm like. You know we're talking about 55-year-old dudes, right? Grow the fuck up. Oh my god, like this is not this is not Tupac and Biggie, all right? These are 55-year-old dudes who basically just got into a slap fight on a national Oscars broadcast. Like that's the part that makes this funny as shit to me is that you have these 55-year-old men 
acting like children? Well, I have a different take. Okay. I, I'm not going to lie. I, I was definitely traumatized by it. Um, those are two really, really big influential people in my life because Chris Rock, I see him as a successful comedian yes. and he, you know, a successful voice actor. And I respect a lot of comedian, voice, voice actor, director well, and regular right. actor. Like, yeah, but specifically voice acting, like it takes a lot of, um, a lot of range to be able to do a successful voice acting, mm-hmm. um, go of it anyway. Um, and then Will Smith, of course I grew up with fresh Prince. Like he was like, out of all the stuff that I watched as a kid, I owned his first two albums on cassette. I was not aware that he was a rapper <laughs> yes. until I was already an adult. Yeah. I, 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 I wasn't, I wasn't exposed to any rap music or anything. I had, like that I, as had a kid. I had, he's a DJ. I'm the rapper on, on cassette. I really did. So I obviously I'm telling, I'm trying to basically say that these, both these men are, you know, they're like big brother figures to me. Like mm-hmm. I see them and I respect them. I respect a lot of the way that they've handled their careers as well. But like you said, acting like like children and they're 54 and 57 or 53 and 57, either way, bro, like y'all were in suits that cost more than my freaking like mortgage payment. What the hell? Not to mention the fact that it actually kind of like affected me in a more personal level because I have PTSD when it comes to violence. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to get into it on the podcast, but you know. Those who know me know my story. There, there's a history. Is there is a history. Mm-hmm. But just just the act of even the open-handed, because an open-handed slap is more disrespectful to me than a, than a fist. A fist is just I'm being a freaking child and I'm angry. An open-handed, that is, that is intention. That is I mean to disrespect you right now. And then he followed it up with his acceptance speech, and that killed me. So, oh, the expect the acceptance speech. Okay, so, and I did see this. I did see this on Twitter. Uh, somebody commented, "Oh, Will Smith's a bad motherfucker." Slapped a grown man, and then won an Oscar twenty minutes later. Yeah, he won an Oscar twenty minutes later, and then gave an acceptance speech about God, this, and and I, I'm trying to live my life with through love and and oh, protecting my family, like I protecting my shut the fuck. Up. I feel like he completely sullied that that platform that he had. Like he he really was going going hard with the you know I lo- do everything through love with love all about love. So you're telling me you slapped Chris Rock out of love for your wife, who cheated on you a year ago, <laughs> and basically dragged him through the mud. Like right. I just I I, I don't I I wish I I wish there was more information i know this is like literally hours after it happened we'll probably hear more you know people's you know statements from their agents or whatever it's gonna get bigger it's a whole it's gonna be a whole scandal because you know every time something crazy happens on live tv there's history you know let's face it the oscars was boring as shit up until that happened it really was like there wasn't anything that there wasn't anything that stood out i do have to give a shout out to to uh, Papa Hopkins, who came in and said, oh, and the- I, "He said I, I'm, I'm all, I'm all. I agree with what Will said. Let's just have some. What did he say? Peace, and love, and silence. Yeah, he said quiet. And I just <laughs> honestly, I, I literally had, I had a flashback to my dad because my dad was like, he was, t- he would tell my kids like, what are the five things that Papa wants? And one of them was like, quiet. 
And it just reminded me of something a grandpa would say. Yeah, okay, that's nice. Everyone said their piece. We're all going to settle down now and shut the fuck up. Oh, yes, yes, grandpa. Yes, grandpa. We're going to do what you say, grandpa. Fucking that is true. Anthony, Anthony Hopkins. Hopkins came out and said, Anthony Hopkins was like, we just need to have love, peace, love, and quiet. Yeah, and then he, it was almost like he, that was his final, his sign off. And then it was like, is he going to walk away? Oh, no, he still has to present. <laughs> he was like, oh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I, I, this I, thing was like a fucking here's circus. Here's the only thing. Here's what the only thing would have made it better. If Anthony Hopkins comes out and goes full Hannibal Lecter on Will Smith, like I cannot abide, I cannot Im- abide rudeness. I hate rudeness. Like and just starts to, starts like just looking into Will Smith's soul and like I'm gonna fucking kill you. Just starts talking to him until Will Smith swallows his own tongue like multiple migs in, I, in I the next cell. I don't have a problem with people, you know, using their acceptance speech as an opportunity to speak up about anything because one of the one of the ladies accepted accepting mentioned trans rights and everything that's going on with the lgbtq community and you know just say gay or don't say gay or whatever um i appreciate when people do that because when joaquin Phoenix won an award for joker he talked about freaking animal rights he talked about veganism so i i'm all for that because you know when do they have that 10 seconds where they can say anything into a mic and everyone's already listening i get that i'm all for it but when you literally right in front of it's almost like your dad punching the shit out of your mom right in front of you and then holding a family meeting and saying, you know, I'm just so glad that we're all just so loving and everybody loves each other. Let's say a prayer and and bless this bless this family and how loving and caring we are for each other and and you know, basically cast out anybody who is who is against us. I had like Baptist church flashbacks. What the fuck? I'm having a serious PTSD episode right now. Here's okay, and and here's another thing that I, that kind of occurred to me later, is during the whole Will and Jada entanglement red table bullshit, everybody was like, well, why can't we just respect their privacy? Just because they're public figures doesn't mean we need to be all up in their business. And I agree with that up to a point. Just because I hold on, just because I watch this person's movies and TV shows and whatever, doesn't give me a right to know what goes on in their private life. But when you air your private life for everybody to see, which includes you and your wife talking out her infidelities on a fucking TV show, and then a year later you go up and slap the piss out of a guy who made a joke about her haircut, you are putting your private life just... Front and center. Front and center, absolutely. Sorry, I've been drinking too. Front and center... Now I have no sympathy for you. I have absolutely no sympathy for you because and he's such a great actor that like, I almost didn't believe the tears when he's sitting there talking about how God is so good. Right. Like, like fucker, I've seen these same tears on the Fresh Prince. I've seen them in, in some of your movies. I've seen you. Or even the one he won the Oscar for. Rich, what what is it called? I can't uh, King Richard. Yeah, it's it's called King Richard because yeah. because he was the 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 father of the it's Venus and Serena Williams. Yeah, and which I actually was interested in seeing it, and and the clips that they played at the Oscars show him in a, a blubbery mess, wanting to protect his girls. Bruh, the whole fucking world watched you slap a man. 
open-handed slap a man. Watch you slap a man and then walk Cry up. Cry about and it. And then walk up on stage 20 minutes later and talk about God made me God made me to love my people. God made me to protect my family. Oh, fuck you. Fuck you. It was, we'll see. And since you brought up, he's a gifted actor. Didn't we watch the Alec Baldwin thing? The Alec yeah. Baldwin interview about the accidental shooting on the movie set. And I told you, is, is he really, obviously he's sorry for what happened. It was an accident. This was not intentional. This, I, I get what you're going, where you're going. But there, it's an did, intellectual curiosity. But didn't I point out parts of that where I'm going, he's reciting lines right now. He. There were brief parts. There were brief parts that I just went, I don't buy that. That, that he's saying that for PR. Well, I mean. 80% of the interview, I believe he was genuine, but there were just some parts that I pointed out and I'm like. He's a great actor, and I believe he's saying this for to to to, to make good, to make it look a certain way. Well, I mean, if we want to, I may not be able to take this all the way, this thought. But if we want to get to the psychology of it, when somebody's talking, whether they're acting and, deli- and delivering lines or whatever, if they're able to make their body language in such a way to where it seems believable. Yeah, you're going to believe every word they say. And if they have one tiny thing off, normal humans, they'll notice something's off, but they won't be able to tell what, and it makes them uncomfortable. A little bit more enlightened person would be like, you're lying. Why are you lying? And it's like, how can you tell I'm lying? Well, you know, there's, you know, micro expressions right. and body language and you have a sweating, tell. eye contact. Yeah, every, number one, everyone has a tell. Number two... Both of these men in question, Alec Baldwin and Will Smith, are amazing actors. So, like, yeah, we I kind of feel duped. I'm like, we watched a couple of TikToks and reels after the, after we watched everything happen on cable, and it's like someone posted a slow mo, and we're like, wait, are we getting worked? Was this a was this a planted scandal just to shake here's, up the okay, Oscars here's, so that here's, we can here's my thing. have All more right. ratings? Because I did see that too. You see a bunch of these wrestling fucks. Oh, that was a work. That was such a work. Guys, what's the point of a work? To sell tickets, to make money. Yeah. Why would you work this? What what benefit is there to work this? I have the perfect answer. They're in debt because they spent so much money on that production. <laughs> I mean, fucking Amy Schumer was in a lit. She was in a whole suit, a Spider-Man suit, barefoot, suspended in the air, per- and and shooting silly string at people. Oh, the, uh, trust me, that that suit. You can get that suit at Party City. The silly string, like three bucks. The rigging was probably the most expensive part of that scene right there. The rigging, That's fair. the rigging, you're gonna spend like at least ten grand, at least. But the suit that was a that was a thirty dollar suit and three dollar silly string. So then maybe just the, the setting then, but setting was, and renting, there's, renting there's, of the venue. There's a, that's, that's my point though, is that what is the purpose of working? The purpose of a work is to sell tickets. And I, when I go on social media and I see all these quote unquote smart wrestling fans going, oh, that was a work. That was a work. Okay. First off, you have no idea what a work is. You have no idea what a work is because I watch you guys get worked all the time and you're fucking clueless. There's no way the Will Smith, Chris Rock thing was a work because there's no end game. 
Are we going to see, hey, WrestleMania's in two weeks. Are we going to see Chris Rock and fucking Will Smith in a cage at WrestleMania? Fuck no, we're not. So then what's the point of, of working? I think that I think that we'll find out. I would by, pay for by, that. By the end of this week, so by the beginning of April, huh, April Fools, it's coming <laughs> up soon. Um, I feel like in the next couple of days, every, there's going to be statements from every every side and the Academy will put out a statement, you best believe. Um, and it's gonna it's gonna unravel something interesting, I think. If if it's announced that Will Smith and Chris Rock are having a boxing match on the same card that Mike Tyson and fucking uh, Logan Paul are having a fight, then I'll say it's a work because they were selling tickets that fucking show. But unless you announce that, no, this was real. This was this was a middle aged man acting like a fucking child. Here's I I I hate to say this, no, I don't. Here's my speculation. Chris Rock threw out a joke about Jada Pinkett's bald head. We saw Chris, we saw Will Smith start laughing. Will Smith started laughing. And then the camera cuts back to Chris Rock. What if, speculation, what if Will's laughing, looks to his left, Jada's look, looking at him like, you motherfucker, you gonna let him talk to me like that? And that's when Will got up and, and smacked the shit out of him. I believe it. That's... That's my speculation of what happened because Will Smith was laughing at all of Chris Rock's jokes up to that point. I would believe that because I noticed later when he gets, when they call his name for the, his, um, for winning the award, he leans, he gets up and leans over to kiss Jada and you can see him ask her, are you okay? And she nods and she says, I'll be fine or something like that and kisses him and sends him on his way up to the stage. And I'm just like, That's battered wife behavior. <laughs> like, we'll, we'll blink twice if you need help. <laughs> you okay, buddy? Hey, solidarity. I got you, buddy. I know what it's like. No, I'm, I don't know their personal business. I'm not going to claim to. I just I, I call again, it like I see again, it. Again, that's why I said this is speculation. I don't know for sure, but it's my speculation that what's the, what is the cliche? Happy wife, happy life. And let's face it, Jada, Jada Pinkett in the past has shown herself to be a twat. She really has. I told you. I told you about when Will Smith, I can't, what fucking movie was it? Oh my God. I can't remember. I should have looked this up before I hit record. He did a movie, was, should have been nominated for an Oscar. God, the alcohol just hit me. Should have been nominated for an Oscar, wasn't. And Jada Pinkett just goes on this fucking tirade about... The Academy is not representing our black actors and our black directors and all black performers should boycott the, the Oscars this year because they're not, they're not representing us. And everyone went, fuck you. Oh, and just like that, Amy jumped back into research mode and she dug up, she dug up some interesting, uh, interesting dirt. That was 2016. You said this article was posted Sunday February 28th, 2016. The headline says, Oscars 2016, everyone who boycotted the Academy Awards and why, from Jada Pinkett Smith to Spike Lee. This is on independent.co.uk. Um, I scroll down uh, to the first person on the list, which is Jada Pinkett Smith, and it says, one of the first people to announce they would not be attending that award show was actress Jada Pinkett Smith, who said in a video posted to Facebook... Today is Martin Luther King's birthday, and I can't help but ask the question, is it, the, 
Is it time that people of color recognize how much power influence that we have amassed that we no longer need to be asked to be invited? Okay, look, I'm going to cut the quote in half just a little bit just because I'm not talking about what she's stating. Me personally, I'm not saying that she's wrong talking about. No, those are all those are all valid points. They're all valid points. So I don't know. I mean, and then we skip to the end where it says we are dignified people and we are powerful. So let's let the Academy do them with all the grace and love and let's do us differently. In and of itself, that statement, I have no I, I agree wholeheartedly with that statement. I, I mean, we don't know necessarily know the circumstances be, because, you know, maybe because he wasn't nominated, that's what she's talking about. But I mean, she literally is talking that, about okay. being invited to an award show. Let, right. But let me jump in here and ask you, let me ask this, playing devil's advocate. If Will Smith had been nominated, would she have taken that stand in 2016? That's a fair question. It's a fair question. It's a fair question. But I can't. That's that's right. a, no. I I don't expect you to answer. I feel it. like that's a rhetoric. No. I, yeah. I don't expect you to answer it. But again, playing devil's advocate, would she take that stand if her husband and let's face it, her meal ticket had been nominated for an award that year? I see where you're coming there from. There you go. So let's go back to this article. After saying her, you know, mentioning her statement from Facebook, this article goes on to say in his opening monologue, Rock. Wait a minute. Chris Rock? I believe so. So Chris, I don't think Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I think it was Chris so, Rock. So Chris Rock hosted the Oscars in 2016, and mm-hmm. in his opening monologue, he pokes fun at the actress saying, Jada boycotting the Oscars is like me boycotting Rihanna's underpants. I wasn't invited. I paraphrased because... Yeah, I was going to say, because for some reason you think the word panties is creepy. I It is creepy. Yeah. It how de- is it not creepy? I'm, maybe it, it's just because I'm a chick. It but, depends on how hard you hit the T. If you say panties, not that bad. You say panties, it gets exponentially creepier. That just took a weird turn. Didn't it? Okay, so I, like we said in the beginning, we don't watch reward shows. So how are we How are we going to know this reference? So I'm assuming that the reason why everybody banded around Will Smith was because, oh yeah, he, he crossed the line again running his mouth on Jada. I get that, but still I disagree with the fact that he handled it like... Mm, I got to use my words very carefully. He handled it like a child. Like a petulant child. No, not like a petulant child. Like a somebody who has severe emotional dysregulation. Okay, fair, fair point. Let me ask you this. Again, playing devil's advocate, because I'm, you know, the prick here. If Will Smith had a problem with anything Chris Rock said in his 2016 monologue... You had five years to bring that up. You had five fucking years. You could have picked up the phone and said, hey, Chris, didn't appreciate that. Six years. 2016, it's 2022. I don't math well. Um, 2016, you are correct. Not with Jack in your system. I do not, no. (laughs) Um, And we're coming off, what, half a bottle of Jameson like yesterday. So (laughs) it's been a fun weekend, folks. Again, if... If I have a problem with anything somebody says about my girlfriend, I don't wait six years and then walk up and smack the shit out of him. I bring it up the next day. Like, I'm sorry, did you have something to say? 
would you like to discuss this now? But who planned this, though? You know the production team was like, oh, wait a minute. Because, I mean, they, they schedule everything. They assign each celebrity who's going to be presenting, who's going to be reading what. Who's... For once, I'm not the one that punched the table. Sorry, with my elbow. Because I'm talking with my hands. But I'm again, so it's so been passionate. six years. It's no, no, no been... I'm, not, I'm not arguing with that point. I'm just saying, like, there's more to this whole thing than what we were led to believe because... In 2016, there was a whole team of people who put that event together and assigned him. And yes, he's the one that brought... Okay, hold on. I, I just realized um, we're coming out of a pandemic. There haven't been live award shows in two years. That's also... Okay, because all the award shows have been virtual. But still, that's still... Even if even out of six years and you take two years for the pandemic... You still had four that's years, still four years to smack the shit out of him. And I mean, honestly, if you're going to stand on a, a platform and talking about protecting your family, why didn't you stand up for her then? Right. If you want to protect your family and you were making amends after all the crap that happened, why wouldn't you get on a platform? I mean, you have TikTok. Yes, I'm talking directly to you, Mr. Smith. Listen here, sir. Oh, the alcohol just kicked in for her. Listen here, sir. You you can't. You, if you're going to want to defend your wife and make amends, and stuff, you have a TikTok, for goodness sake. you got people that are watching you. And if you're talking about love and you're talking about, you know, protecting your family, you have to be a good patriarch. You have to be a good example. Are you going to tell your son that it's okay for him to go? Yes, I get it that, like, you know, don't, dis don't disrespect ma. Don't disrespect my girl. I get that. But do you have to resort to physical violence in a freaking expensive suit on national television live. Like, like I mean, I, I, I think we can safely say Jaden Smith isn't going to smack anybody in public because Jaden Smith will get knocked the fuck out. He, he ain't but like 128 pounds. No, he, have you seen him recently? I have not. I Last time I saw him was, what fucking movie did he do with Will Smith? Dude. I would be more afraid of Willow Smith. He was a... Ch <laughs> I, think, I think Willow's got a, got a better left hook. Just Just my speculation. All right, so that's our Oscar wrap-up. There were a lot of awards. There were a lot of performances. Will Smith slapped the living shit out of Chris Rock, and that, there's your show. So oh, and, and Billie Eilish and her brother won Oscars for No Time to Die for the Bond franchise, and go, Billy! Awesome sauce. You guys are they, super they, they cute. Did have a, they did have a great live performance. I, I will say that. I'm not but, a, the, but, the, but the audience seemed very, like, not impressed. It was just like, hey, thanks for coming. Well, You're that's cool. just, that's the Academy Awards in general. When was the last time you saw that that audience, that crowd, get like super hype about something? They were hype about the movie Coda with the um, American Sign Language stuff. Oh, fair point. Okay. That, I mean, and fair. I honestly, I did get when, when the main actor um, did, gave his acceptance speech, just watching him sign and listening to the interpreter. I got emotional. I was like, "Oh, it's so I'll admit so it. Cool. I'll admit that one kind of that one kind of hit me in the feels too. That one I was Well, I mean, I, they won an Oscar and it's like that's a big movement for the deaf community. It's that's awesome. It's so cool for them. There's something about when you can feel somebody's passion, when you can feel, you know, their their vibe, their happiness and it you can just feel it off of them. And that's kind of what I felt during his acceptance speech. So, that that was awesome. I will give you that. And then, of course, the in memoriam that they did, and they they ended it on a positive note. And by positive note, I meant Betty White. I forgot. I I always hate the in memoriam because I always forget like how many people died this last year, uh, and how many of them I was just like, oh shit, I forgot about that. 
And they also just just to you know mention a little bit that they did do a live the first live performance of um, we don't talk about Bruno from Encanto. Greg didn't see the movie. I did. I'm just gonna say right now that I was kind of underwhelmed with that just because I expected more. They had all the people in the bright colors and the vocals were great. It's just that it felt like it was 30 seconds. It was like, was that it? If you're going to have all those people and they're all wandering around the audience and stuff, give them an extra three minutes or something. Have have them do a medley, for goodness sake. You're supposed to be theater actors. Here's one thing. If we're going, going back to the in memoriam thing, I was completely underwhelmed by Bill Murray. Bill Murray came out because Ivan Reitman just passed away. He did it like he was reading a He did it like he was doing it at gunpoint. Like Mm -hmm. he came out and he's like, Ivan Reitman's parents gave him a sleeping pill and put him under a boat when he was seven and smuggled him out of, I can't remember what country. But it's a very, it's an amazing immigrant story about leaving a war-torn country and trying to build a better life for your family. And Bill Murray did the whole thing with this much energy in his delivery. And Bill Murray has a reputation where if Bill Murray doesn't want to do it, Bill Murray's not going to do it. And that's kind of what I felt like here. He's just kind of like, I'm here. All right. (laughs) I'm like, it's Ivan fucking Reitman, dude. The guy who did Ghostbusters, the guy who did Meatballs, the guy who did Stripes, Kindergarten Cop. And you're just like, yep. Bye, Ivan. I don't know. I was not a fan of that. But anyway, that was the show. We're coming up on the 45 minute mark. And any any last thoughts about the Oscars? It reminded me of how much I hate watching award shows. <laughs> Ditto. So. so we're not doing an award show unless somebody else gets like literally physically assaulted on stage next year. No, we're no, not doing another we're Oscar not going to we're not going to watch any more award shows unless I get invited to one. There we go. That'll <laughs> work. So. All right, folks. I am Greg Hernandez, the Ninja Nerd Warrior. This is Amy, as always. Would you like to plug your any of your social medias? Uh, you can find me at the Amy Janelle on Instagram, uh, just Amy Janelle um, or AJ Media, I think it is. On... What about your viral TikTok that just went oh, 2.8 million views on it's, one? It's 2.9. Two point, sorry, <laughs> I apologize. Hey, I mean, I can I check it right now. I apologize, ma'am. I, yeah, I actually have grown since the 13th of March. I've grown uh, almost 300. No. Tripled your followers. Yeah. I, no, 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 not tripled. Is that tripled? No, I haven't done that. No, okay. I, it was like 670 or something. Okay. And now I'm now I'm almost to a thousand. But that's not that's not very much for TikTok. It's just that I was a small account just putting out dad jokes and doing silly stuff. And then apparently I posted the right video at the right time and they just gained traction. And now I'm 2.9 million. Now I'm I don't want to I don't want to misquote. That's the first one. The second one, which I just posted a couple days ago, um, is just a dumb one about Land Before Time and how they made 14, 14, 14. I'm I'm angrily staring at the mic right now. 14 fucking movies for Land Before Time. Like, granted, the the last 13 were all direct to video. And the first one was in theaters in 1988. But they they every the last one the last one was in 2016. And they did two different shows. There was one show in the two early 2000s and then Netflix picked it up and did a different one for them. Ew. 
Ew. Okay. Um, yeah, that's all her social media. Oh, my TikTok is it's Amy Janelle. <laughs> Sorry, I, I lost track. Hi, I have ADHD. So if you try to look me up on any of my social medias, you will. Yeah. You're, you've been warned. Okay. Um, yeah, her plugs just took two and a half minutes there. Uh, I am Greg Hernandez, the Ninja Nerd Warrior. You can find me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, or YouTube. I probably should start doing stuff on YouTube again. You should. Probably. If you enjoy this show, God help you. Um, you can find me on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or you can go to the ninjanerdwarriorpodcast.com. Give us a five-star review. You can lie. It's okay. It won't hurt our feelings. And um, that's it. And we will talk to you guys next time. Bye.